Bible reading now, uh, which will just remind us again of the birth of the Lord Jesus. It's from Luke chapter 2, verses 4 to 7 in the Bible, and it says this. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 in the Bible says these wonderful words. It says, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I wonder if you're somebody who loves children. Well, I certainly am, but I think I'm outdone by William Strutton, who lived in the 1700s in East Yorkshire. According to his gravestone, and I have checked this out from two sources, that his gravestone says this, but according to his gravestone, this man had 28 children by his first wife, 17 by his second, 86 grandchildren, 97 great-grandchildren, and 23 great-great-grandchildren. And all I can say is, he must have been a very, very poor man, especially at Christmas if his gravestone is even telling half the truth. But you know, children are very special, and everyone thinks their children are especially so, obviously. For instance, I heard about a a mother who was pushing a double buggy with her two little ones in it, and if anyone asked how old they were, she would say, well, the doctor is one, and the lawyer is two. We all think rightly of our sons and daughters, don't we? But of course, nobody had more right to claim this than God the Father. And that's why over 700 years before the Lord Jesus was born at Christmas, the God of heaven made this amazing prophecy about his son. He told us before he came that the babe of Bethlehem would be amazing for two reasons. First of all, because of his divine nature. And secondly, Sorry, first of all, because of his dual nature, and secondly, because of his divine names. So let's think about those two things just for a moment. First of all, his dual nature. Let me remind you of what Isaiah's prophecy said. It declared, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given. Now those two terms, a child and a son are taken by Christians to signify the Lord Jesus Christ's dual nature. The fact that he is both the human child of Mary and the divine son of God. And in light of that, isn't it interesting that the prophecy was very careful to say that to us a child is born and to us a son is given. Because of course Jesus has always existed as the second person of the Trinity, the son of God. But he was born of Mary when he took a human nature and added that to his divinity. But the point I'm trying to make is this. I'm trying to make the point that this amazing baby of Bethlehem is both human and divine. Just as a song has two parts to it, both words and music, 
So the Lord Jesus has a unique dual nature that no one else in history could have. He's undeniably unique in this respect. And that's why the Lord Jesus Christ is the only one who can be our saviour. Because he's the only one who can reconcile God and man. Think of this in terms of two banks on either side of a river. For the two sides to be connected, there must be a bridge that touches both sides. And that's like us and God. We've all been separated from God by the river of sin, both Adam's sin and ours. But the Lord Jesus Christ can be the bridge, as it were, to bring us back to our Heavenly Father. You know, Job uh, in the Old Testament lamented in these words. He said, if only there was someone to arbitrate between us, to lay his hand upon us both. Well, Jesus Christ is that someone. He came to give all of us, you, me and everyone else, the opportunity of having a real personal relationship with God if we come to the Father through him. You see, in his birth, he took our nature And in his death, he took our sins. So we can be restored to God. What an amazing saviour he is. As the hymn puts it, Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory, great things he has done. But the second thing Isaiah tells us about is his divine names. And just recently I read about a Nigerian con man who went by 131 different names in order to rob people by fraud. And when he finally appeared in court, the judge admitted, I have not the slightest idea what your actual name is. Well, that man used many names to con banks, mortgage lenders, agencies and so on into giving him money. But the Lord Jesus Christ was given many names at his birth for a better reason. As author Warren Wiersbe puts it, every name he bears is a blessing he shares. They tell us things about him that can help us. For instance, Isaiah says he's called Wonderful Counselor. That means he can give us guidance in our lives through his word, the Bible, and through prayer. We can also share our problems and concerns with him. For as an old hymn puts it, no one understands like Jesus. But Isaiah then tells us that the promised one would also be called the mighty God. Now, let every deity denying cult member drink that one in. Jesus is called the mighty God. He's not just God-like. He's not just someone who is uh, godly, his very title is the mighty God, given before he was ever born. I've told this before, but I heard about a little boy who was looking up at the sky one day and he said to his mother, wouldn't it be nice if God would just push his head out of the clouds and let us see him? Well, in the Lord Jesus Christ, we do see him clearly. And then he's called the everlasting father, And in this lovely name, we see his eternal relationship to his children, to those who trust him for salvation. You know, in 2005, a church in Essex was examining their old records when, to their horror, they discovered an entry that said, on the 30th of May, 1564, Father Christmas was buried in their graveyard. 
Well, to the relief of all the children, it turns out that there were many people in the neighbourhood with Christmas as a surname, and this one just happened to be called Father. But it reminds us there is only one everlasting Father, the Lord Jesus. And then finally, Isaiah said he would be called the Prince of Peace. I wonder if you're looking for peace today. Well, Jesus Christ can give you peace with God through his saving work and the peace of God through his power in your life. Yes, friends, the one born in Bethlehem was to be the most amazing baby ever born. And with his dual nature and divine names, he continues to bless us, not just at Christmas, but every day if we put our trust in him. So let me encourage you, if you've not yet done so, to come to him and in repentance and faith, even today, for he is just the same as his lovely name. Well, we're going to sing our final...